Welcome. Dr. James back at Sports Card Insights, entitling this episode Homebound Collecting Enjoyment. There was a terrific article on Beckett.com by Ryan Cracknell about 11 things sports card collectors can do while they're stuck at home. I highly recommend the article. Well written. Uh, Ryan's always uh, putting out, puts out a lot and it's, it's good stuff. So I uh, encourage you to go to Beckett.com and uh, download or read that article. It's uh, interesting. Uh, as is my custom, I, I, I probably never agree 100% with everything. Uh, but it's not that I disagree with this. I read it and I thought, you know, this is uh, number one. There are 11 things that uh, sports car collectors could do. Uh, there, there was an emphasis on what would be fun. Uh, then also perhaps an emphasis on what would be helpful. And uh, then uh, would it be profitable? And so rather than taking Ryan's article where he was looking whether things are fun or helpful or profitable, I want to flip it and I want to look at these 11 things and add a couple more uh, with thinking, first, is it profitable? Second, is it helpful? And third, is it fun? Obviously, if your if your uh, job is not impacted, your your uh, family finances are not impacted, then being home uh, could be an element of fun first, then helpful, then maybe profitable. Whereas if you're not working, then your side gig needs to all of a sudden get profitable, and you need to be working, uh, doing things that are getting your uh, collection, your cards, your your stuff in shape uh, to be profitable and and to be helpful to that. And if it's fun. That's a lesser importance. Anyway, uh, Ryan's first thing was clear your desk. Now, those of you know, I got a really big desk. I don't really like clearing my desk. I like knowing there's some stacks and what's in the stack, and I can go straight to the stack. So, uh, again, he he's uh, he's right. It's it is a running gag. Uh, so I don't really clear my desk, but I do organize my desk uh, periodically, and you should too. Again, that's not necessarily fun. Uh, could be profitable if you find something uh, buried, in a, you know, somewhere uh, on your desk that's something that you've been missing. Uh, number two was get organized. I actually think that's to me that's number one. Uh, getting organized. I'm using this time to get organized. I've got a bunch of cards that I want to transact. Uh, you know, there's, uh, you know, just when you're breaking down stuff that you have, then you, you got I mean, eventually it's going to go somewhere else. Um, it's not, nothing is going to stay where it is forever. And so doing some organizational work is good. Also that again, if it's a certain kind of organization is definitely profitable. Uh, it's very helpful because then you know where things are. And uh, I actually enjoy getting organized. I think that's one of the, one of the other indicators of being a collector more than an investor or an enthusiast more than an addict that you really enjoy working with the cards. Number three was continue to support card shop owners and dealers. Uh, I would broaden that to really the whole industry, uh, but certainly your local card shop. Uh, and dealers that you have a personal relationship with. Uh, the uh, the social distancing, as I said, should not be social disconnection. So uh, if you can uh, continue to uh, buy and sell cards, um, again, if you're needing to do more selling, uh, you may still, and even though I'm doing mainly selling, occasionally I'll buy cards because it's just good to reload with some things that um, that you can, uh, that you know that you can sell. So uh, I also enjoy, I love getting packages in the mail. So um uh, getting a package, although the the coronavirus people say the the virus can live on cardboard for up to 24 hours. They said leave the package outside for 24 hours to kill the kill the virus. That that sounds excessive to me, but uh, like I said, everybody loves uh, getting uh, packages in the mail that contain stuff that you like. So uh, continue to support uh, your card shop. Uh, 
although around here, I, I think it's a non-essential business. So you'd have to support them without being physically present. I did, I'll uh, mention, I was on uh, the, the uh, Hobby Hotline, <laughs> the really cool radio show. Well, internet radio, kind of a call-in uh, that's every uh, every Saturday morning. And really got into the fact that uh, the way people even go to card shops is going to be different. And going to browse and uh, and take a lot of time and linger, uh, that, that may be um, uh, not the way people do it anymore. The checkout number four is check out some online breaks. Uh, I'm not a big, uh, I'm not uh, a very small percentage of what I'm interested in is brand new cards. So I think some of the breaks would be interesting and uh, you should pick your spots. Uh, number five was make or update your want lists and trade lists. I'm not able to do that because I have, uh, uh, like I've always said, uh, now not much of a focus in my uh, collecting. I'm trying to have less. Uh, I'm probably better organized in my mind than I am in, uh, in, in my stacks, but if you are able to make or update your want list, trade list, uh, spreadsheet, or some way to uh, have that so you can pass it on, that's probably a good idea. And like I said, it might be fun, but even more than that, it might be profitable by seeing what you have and uh, just the act of writing it down or transcribing it or uh, typing it in gives you some sense of what you have and what you hold dear and what you hold dear and what you hold dearest. Uh, six was flip through a binder. Uh, again, I'm not a binder guy. I, I think... Uh, uh, Stefan is a binder guy, and, and many people I respect are binder people, but I, I don't like plastic sheets anymore. I, I just like to have uh, uh, boxes of cards, uh, shoe boxes, 800-count boxes, monster boxes, so I can uh, go through them uh, more quickly. Um, but I'll admit, when you have a binder, it's easy to get through the cards uh, quicker and, and look at them nine at a time. Uh, seven was reassess your collection. I'm uh, constantly doing that. Uh, I think you should, too. Again, that's very profitable. Uh, I... I pray that people are not getting sick unto death with this. Uh, most uh, younger people are not in danger very much of dying from uh, COVID-19, but older people are. And reassessing your collection, not to be uh, morbid about it, you, you ought to know what you have and you ought to have an estate plan that says, if anything does happen to me for whatever reason, uh, here is, it's nice for your uh, family to even just to know that you have a, you may have a lot of cards, but you know the value better than they do. And some way that you can uh, help them understand that would be would be would be profitable and hopefully enjoyable uh, when you have this uh, time at home. Uh, number eight, show off what you've got. Uh, that's not me. I'm not a, not a show off. I don't really want to show what I've got. I'm very selective in the way I do that. But for most people, that's a pretty cool thing. And there's so many creative ways to do that uh, digitally, uh, especially digitally now. And then you could you could just enhance it. Crafts with cards was number nine. That's a big no no in my mind. That be be be. Uh, uh, but uh, I'm not that creative. I, that's not my gift to be able to, to do a, a, a collage or a decoupage or something. Now, I did create a graded card display holder that uh, people seem to like, but it's not really something I can make commercially available. So I do have a creative spark, but it's not so much on the crafts. Leave that to my, uh, to my very, uh, to my wonderful wife and, and uh, wonderful sisters as well. Number 10 is become a creator. I already became a creator. I got a podcast. Uh, I'm not so much social media, but I'm doing the podcast. Many of you are on social media. And uh, again, card collecting is is a very uh, kind of a photogenic hobby. People uh, can really uh, enjoy. And especially when you're enthusiastic, they're going to they're going to catch your enthusiasm. So get creative in the way you uh, share uh, what you're doing, uh, what you love about the hobby. Again, that can be profitable uh, short term and long term and, and fun. Number 11 was stay in touch. Uh, again, no social disconnection, just social distancing. Uh, you need to 
stay in contact. And like I said, I went on the hobby hotline last uh, Saturday. It was a lot of fun. I recommend that you, uh, I guess if you followed all my recommendations, you spend all your time listening to, listen to podcasts, but that's a good one. Uh, again, I, I've listened to it even when I wasn't a guest, but I was a guest this last Saturday and uh, the guys were, uh, were, were a lot of fun and some good call-ins as well. Um, actually that was 11. I actually had a couple more ones that are more on the practical side. Uh, maybe it's 12. Again, I'm a little bit of a, I'm a former professor and I really think that even regardless of your age, you need to be a lifelong learner. And a part of uh, the profitable enjoyment of this industry is uh, is doing some research. And if you're more of a math person, there's plenty of mathematical analysis uh, kinds of things you can do for uh, what's selling, what's going up, what's going da- down, so you can see uh, where there are potential uh, potential uh, well chances to, to to make some money. So as well as reading up on uh, baseball prospects or uh, the next uh, round of uh, of uh, football uh, football drafts coming up. Uh, getting ahead again. The, the if you're in the herd, you buy what everybody buys after they buy it. If you do some of your own original research, you can buy what people are going to buy before they buy it because you you've done your own research. Well, this uh, this uh, time uh, uh, where you're sheltered in place is an opportunity to enjoy your hobby and to do some of the uh, homework or preparation to uh, get a better handle on on uh, well not just the newer players i mean you could read up and uh kind of get an idea of uh the respective uh, hall of famers in each sport if you're more of a vintage person and then 13 and lastly uh, first let me thank the sponsors before i give my unlucky 13th uh but the sponsors are uh, top spinning upper deck beckett media beckett grading beckett authentication uh, uh, com burbank sports cards mike stadium sports cards Huggins and Scott auctions and heritage auctions. Number 13 is uh, get creative. I, I really think there are a number of the listeners who are going to need to raise some money in the next uh, six weeks. And to do that, um, I'm going to challenge you to uh, consider, well, to get creative in the way you uh, are selling cards. And I would like to encourage you to try another platform. I know I did a episode with Doug Kale about uh, alternative selling platforms, but if you've never, if you've never thought about uh, Beckett Marketplace, you ought to you ought to check it out. If you've never thought about uh, ComC, you absolutely ought to check that out. If you've never auctioned off any cards, again, that has a little bit uh, longer uh, time horizon, but uh, between Heritage Auctions and Hug and Scott Auctions, uh, uh, if you have stuff, well, you, you should look at their catalogs and see if you've got stuff like what they sell, and um, and they'll hopefully uh, uh, be interested in your stuff and get you get you good prices for it. And, of course, you know, the uh, tops. Panini and Upper Deck are all doing some direct kinds of things. So again, I just think in this time, uh, enjoying your hobby, uh, if you were only a collector and you never sold, um, I, I think it's time to think about uh, selling. Again, you don't want to be selling uh, if, if something's going down in value. Uh, do the research to see, well, I, I don't want to sell that then. I want to sell something that, uh, that uh, you know, that, that, I can, that I can get my value out of, if at all possible. So huh, I guess, well... Just in summary, I'm enjoying uh, being homebound here. I'm not going to enjoy it forever, but I'm enjoying it for these uh, these days because I've got plenty of cards to uh, to organize for the uh, eventual sale. If you've got good ideas or how to spend this time, if this uh, uh, shelter in place lingers, it certainly seems that it will in in Dallas, Texas. Uh, send me an email at uh, Dr. James Beckett, all spelled out, Dr. D O C T O R James Beckett at gmail.com. And I'll try to uh, incorporate uh, your suggestions or questions or clarifications into a future episode. In the meantime, I hope you enjoy collecting. I hope this uh, uh, miserable situation we're in is uh, n- not for uh, 
Well, it's not forever, but it, it, uh, I hope it's not, uh, as long as what they're predicting so that we can get back to enjoying. I, I miss not being able to go to shows and, uh, all the other different things that, uh, that we perhaps had taken for granted. So hang in there, uh, be safe and, uh, follow the, uh, the, uh, social, new social rules. And I'll be back again tomorrow with another episode. Just wait.